This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Morning. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group radio program on Community Radio 3CR, broadcasting from Melbourne, Australia. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. My name's Chris and Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. Ooh, as I've said, many an intro, well, a little half-hour show about cycling and related transport issues. Uh, I think I've said my name's Chris and yes it's Monday morning and I'm going to try and be a bit upbeat and I don't know really it's uh hmm mind wanders off for a little while and then comes back to the fact that I'm sitting in front of a microphone and goes yes okay I better say something on today's show I'm going to be talking to Dana and Corey um, who are from Brompton Junction. And we're talking about uh, Brompton X Chapter 3 event that's happening up um, at uh, Brompton Junction in Carlton this Thursday night and um, a whole bunch of very interesting stuff about folding bikes. And yes, um, David Miller, uh, many of you'd know, uh, Tour de France commentator, ex-pro cyclist with a storied um, history, but a very interesting bloke. He's going to go along to that and he's, you know, basically a keynote speaker, if, uh, for want of a better term. Yeah, sorry for the last show um, not being around. It was a bit crook, so like a lot of other people, and um, on the mend. Okay, tomorrow night, uh, the Melbourne City Council are going to be looking at um, a bit of an overdue development. These things are just... Uh, yeah, I'm just um, having a bit of a morning, but uh, on Tuesday evening, Melbourne City Council will consider a plan to close two city blocks to vehicles and replace the road with space for cyclists, pedestrians and alfresco diners. It's a move that will dovetail with the city's draft transport strategy released at the start of May, and it's due to be finalised within a month after community consultation. Other proposals include congestion charges, closing small streets on in the huddle grid to traffic and reducing on-street parking and this was um I'm just, this is actually an age editorial and uh from yesterday you know step right up to a smart cbd plan and uh I, i've got to admit this is this is a really good paragraph there is a pressing mismatch between space and use of the million people who pour into the city every day or about uh, 70 percent arriving by public transport with bikes increasingly popular Pedestrians account for 90% of traffic, but allocated only a quarter of the street space. People are frustrated at the hazardous overcrowding at intersections, tram stops and train stations. The overarching plan, which draws upon his natural best practice, also includes sensible measures to reduce the amount of time available for cars to traverse intersections and give it to pedestrians. So, yeah, uh, 
Oh, interesting bit of thing here for uh, just uh, cracking, uh, crunching a few numbers. Strategies readily available. Trains and trams running at least every 10 minutes on every line seven days a week for a fraction of cost, say, the $11 billion metro tunnel rail project or the $16 billion northeast road link project. And needless to say, after the weekend, um, looks like our old bugbear for us in the inner north may be back on the agenda, not the east-west link. But I'm just fascinated, Val, um, the intersecting pressures of how to make state government do something. You can make money readily available and we've had the whole um, dog and pony show over lock boxes of money and the like. And again, as I've said many a time, these things... Uh, you know, transverse off into other things that are other than cycling. But as I was reading um, a really good overview of, you know, what respective parties it promised in the, you know, just gone state um, federal election for cycling. Unfortunately, it still seems to be, it still is the uh, case that local councils do the heavy lifting and the stuff that we get, cyclists, pedestrians, is still fringy and uh, not seen as the median. And again, the reason why I bring up these mega projects is it's um, the impacts it has on the actual, you know, you moving around your own city streets. And that's, again, in a tightly confined and contested spaces like the inner city, um, why these things are so goddamn important. Anyway, I am going to go into our interview I did with Dana and Corey about chapter three and uh, I'll have a little bit more to talk about after the break. It's National Volunteers Week and 3CR would like to thank the 400 plus amazing volunteers who power our radical radio, bringing you independent news, critical views and incredible specialist music programs. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What would Melbourne's Airways be without you? You You all deserve deserve a gold star. 10 out of 10, 3CR volunteers. 10 out of 10. We need to talk about a really interesting event that's coming up. But first... I want to discuss um, how you guys got interested in folding bikes and Bromptons. Well, Corey actually sold me my first Brompton. Um, I say first because I am the proud owner of more than one Brompton and have been for the last four and a bit years. It's taken me far further than I thought, and not just riding it. I've been to London twice. I've been to New Zealand and Singapore most recently. Also helps me um, with, on the local scene with the Melbourne Brompton Club doing local rides and further to that I've been able to go further and I'm now working for Brompton Junction Melbourne which Corey was actively involved in uh, having set up for us to all enjoy. Do I look too cool? Do I look too cool? On my bicycle, on my bicycle, yeah. 
So it, it is a folding bike. It's designed for commuting in and around London. They ride very well and they fold very quickly and very compactly. But it's all about clever engineering. So they're actually a lot more adaptable and a lot more useful than just that contrived thing. So yeah, riding one around London, you do actually understand that that's what they're designed for. But um, riding them around Melbourne, riding them on rail trails, riding them pretty much anywhere, Melbourne, Roubaix, um, they're, a, they're a very adaptable bike. They're a very accommodating bike. I will happily spend all day on my Brompton. And there's, there's plenty of bikes in my stable that I couldn't say that about. So yeah, it's, it's a fun ride. It's a happy, smiley ride. Um, and so both Dana and myself are, are those very annoying individuals that love doing what we do. And it's more just sharing our joy than selling bikes, to be honest. So like you've come to it and found a style of bike that you like and you've become champions and ambassadors like any type of the pilots. But like any type of advocacy or thing you've come to, you've made your love into something more. Correct. Yeah. And this is where it gets really interesting from an urban transport perspective of how Bromptons can open up possibilities for people. That, that's probably one of the key things for Melbourne in that, I mean, our, our public transport is good without being exceptional. Um, and a folding bike, just whatever folding bike, helps um, uh, broaden that quite a bit in that all those cross connections, because we are a hub and spoke sort of public transport design, you can you can get those connections a little bit better. The the reason why the Brompton does it better is that the fold is smaller but also quite easy and it, and when it is folded it's all held together by its own engineering so nothing can fly open. But then the flip of that is it's also a good ride. So so there's certainly times where you plan on public taking public transport and you think, oh, oh bugger it, I'm going to ride because it is so rideable. So you've, you've got all of that versatility. I mean, we're, there's a little bit of background noise here. We are in a pub um, and folding it up and bringing it into the pub with you is the normal thing you do with a Brompton. You don't have to worry about folding, um, locking it up outside and worry about it getting stolen or damaged because it's inside with you. Or it's a travelling bike that's got SMS couplings or something like that, which is a hell of a lot more complicated. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, pack down, take through an airport or yeah, travel. Yeah, certainly. But um, the interesting thing with Bromptons is the actual um, urban versatility. In 2019, 3CR has the power. Add your support during the annual Radiothon to Power Radical Radio. Radiothon starts 3rd of June. To donate, call 039419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. 3CR Radiothon 2019. Power Radical Radio. Attention 
Book Lovers, the new international bookshop is hosting our annual Big Red Book Fair. Come down to the Trades Hall in Carlton on Saturday the 29th of June from 10am to 5pm. As always, the book fair features thousands of books across all genres, all radically priced. There's also a barbecue and a showcase of radical posters. In order to make this fundraiser a success, we are calling for book donations now. So if you have books that need a new home, please get in contact via the website at nibs.org.au or on 9662-3744. That's 9662-3744. The New International Bookshop, a 3CR supporter. I've ridden them around Falls Creek from Dinner Plain up to Hockham, which isn't a particularly long ride, but for me it was a challenge. And small wheels can certainly climb hills very well. You just need to get your gearing right and off you go. Yeah, because I've had criticism that small wheels on bikes, some people find them really difficult, like some of the 20-inch rally sort of stuff that people had for, you know, vintage reasons. So there's a few things behind that. Often traditionally the 20 inch folders have very, um, the, the tire pressures aren't quite up to it. And yeah. so you've got, you've got more drag from a smaller wheel by nature. So as long as you can offset that with a higher pressure, they still roll quite well. And the, the Brompton does have rear suspension to take some of that harshness of the higher pressure out of it. Um, the other aspect is It's not so much the small size of the wheel, but you end up with a smaller wheel base and a a Brompton. And I know we're talking about Bromptons a lot, but Bromptons and Moultons and a few of the other small wheeled bikes that are out there, they've got a regular wheelbase. So the handling is a lot closer. It's not the same, but it's a lot closer to a regular bike. And then all the weight is a lot lower as well. So the handling is there um, and it's it's quite impressive. So there's certainly a um, a sector of Brompton riders that are not about the commuting, they're actually about the performance. And that's certainly something that Brompton is very keen to try and, and leverage off. Yeah, it's like uh, any type of, you know, product where there's a close relationship between the people who use it and the people who manufacture it. You get a very nice synergy instead of it just being a bulk product like you know, as you know the bike industry basically is ship units ship units ship units mm-hmm. um brompton and a couple of other you know bicycle manufacturers or component things have a completely different model This is where we're getting to the uh, grist of today's interview of you have these events around the world like you have some ride events um you know london melbourne whatever you've had the club here in uh melbourne i remember i think i did uh, interviews with you guys when you first kicked off the club a while ago on the show yep but as part of we're involved with brompton junction tell us about this amazing event you've got coming up well, David Miller, who's an ex-pro cyclist, has been invited to Australia for a few days by Grassroots uh, Sports Club, who raise money for underprivileged 
uh, underprivileged youth who also support the Mirabelle? Mirabelle Foundation. Yeah, so Mirabelle Foundation is about um, kids who can't have an upbringing that you'd expect a kid to be able to have um, because drugs have been a part of their parental adult sort of thing. So, I mean, it's, it's not a nice thing, but it's a part of today's society. And so Mir Mirabelle is all about trying to support those kids and just allow them to have a regular life. So, um, Grassroots has brought David Miller out, <clears throat> David Miller being uh, an ex, well he's a UK, yeah, he ex-pro, ex yeah, yeah. Um, and he's had his, um, his dalliances with all of the professional... To, yes, go there. <laughs> yeah, but look, he's, he's actually very open about that and he's like, that's what the sport was about, and yeah, I was, and you know, um, but... Uh, the, the CEO of Brompton, um, uh, Will, Butler, Will Adams. Butler Adams, he was actually found himself next to David Miller at a dinner once. And they got to chatting. And uh, David Miller, amongst many other things, if you were talking in the UK, uh, he's best known as being the special comments person for Tour de France. Um, so not one of the, the lead commentators, but he's, he's the third one. Is this Eurosport or ITV or one of those? Yeah, yeah, it's it's the UK one, so probably, yep. yeah, I'm not yep. sure. Anyway, um, certainly heard his commentary and it's quite good. And he's he's bringing the uh, recency to the commentary and the oh well, what they're thinking now is this, and you, you certainly do get a lot more from the commentary from his. Similar to what Robbie McEwen's doing with SBS, I suppose. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 exactly. So um. Um, Will said, oh, we need to get you on a Brompton. And they did. They gave him a Brompton. Um, and so because of the life as a commentator, you're moved to the next point, moved to the next point. But you want to be able to get around a bit. Yep. So the Brompton actually worked quite well. And he, like all of us who ride a Brompton, rapidly fell in love with it, but then rapidly discovered how it can change all of your transport options and what yep. you can do. Um, and that's the thing is that like bikes are so great at giving you transport options that regular transport doesn't give, but then you're always stuck with the bike. With a Brompton in 10 to 20 seconds, you don't have a bike anymore. You've got something that's smaller and a lot easier to handle. So he, he fell in love with that aspect of it. And so he worked with Brompton and they've made these signature series. So he, the other thing that he's done post his pro cycling is he's got a, a fashion company basically for cycling sort of fashion uh, called Chapter 3 because um, this is the third chapter of his life. Um, and so it's a, it's a collaboration with Brompton that he's got the Chapter 3 model. And this is uh, the second version that they've had of that. The first version uh, we had um, and we sold, we got 10 and then we got another and then another and another. Okay, so these so are... So we mainly got 13 and they're very, very popular. Um, they're essentially a Brompton at the core, but they're just a little bit more speed oriented. They're Strip a little... super light. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spiffo paint, tan wall tires, you know, they, they oh, look yeah. really nice. 
Um, so this is the second version of that, and and the numbers available in Australia are actually even more restricted. So we've got a, a special launch evening, um, and David Miller will be there on the evening, and we um, will launch that. And we've got three that we can sell. So the the um, demand far exceeds the number that we can get. Okay. So we've got a ballot. I was, yeah, I was wondering where this was yeah, going. Yeah, so, so, very so people who want to purchase um, can uh, put their names into the ballot and David Miller will draw that and they get the opportunity to purchase. There's more that are coming later the year in the year, so if they do miss out from that, we can, um, we can go, you know, they can come in later and um, and put some money down. Okay, so date, time, place. This coming Thursday, the 23rd of May, we're asking people to arrive at about half past five for uh, proceedings to start at around six. David's going to arrive at six. So to register for the event, you can register it to attend for, on an Eventbrite link. You just need to search Brompton and Melbourne. You can register to attend if you just want to meet David, have something signed to hear him speak at the event. Or you can register to go into the ballot for your chance to purchase a Chapter 3 Brompton. Uh, in the event, uh, was it Chapter 3 event thing, is also available on Facebook? At, yeah, yeah, if you actually went to the uh, Brompton Junction Melbourne Facebook uh, or our website, which is bromptonbikes.com.au, um, there's certainly links through that. Um, and yeah, that you'll, you'll get all the details that are required there. People are coming on, people are bringing their, their Chapter 3 version one over and getting David to sign it, it's, it's, it should be a fun event. A few beers, a little bit to eat, you know, it's not, what it's, it's not what it's about, but you know, it's, it's a bit of fun. One or two giveaways. Nibbles, good company, David Miller, this Thursday night. This Thursday night. My name is Ian Ham, and I'm the chair of the Healing Foundation's Stolen Generations Reference Group. At three weeks of age, I was separated from my birth family. And even though they lived just 50 kilometres away, I never knew they existed. I never met my mum, and it pains me to this day. There are thousands of Aboriginal people just like me, and our stories have never been heard. These stories form the basis of Australia's first Stolen Generations resource kit for schools. To download the kit, go to healingfoundation.org.au. A 3CR supporter. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. Yes, uh, you're back listening to Yarrabug Radio on Community Radio 3CR 855am live streaming digital and a whole bunch of ways you can listen to this uh, radio station. So yeah, that was uh, 
interviews I did uh, yesterday at a um, pub with a bit of ambience. <laughs> at, uh, it was I went uh, with Corey and Dana. Yes, it was um, Corey's um, birthday. I think yes, it was your thirtieth. Yes. Uh, it's just a running gag and we'll keep it that way. So, yeah, uh, the uh, Chapter 3 event coming up at Brompton Junction this uh, Thursday night. So that's at 6pm. And Brompton Junction, the address is 755 at Nicholson Street, Carlton North. And don't forget to go to um, Eventbrite, which I'll link in the podcast, or you can look it up online or, you, you know, register uh, with... Um, if you've got any questions, I actually go to sales at bromptonaustralia.com.au or have a chat to Corey and Dana at Brompton Junction. Now, a great bit of a uh, great little event coming up uh, later this week is another screening of the Bikes of Roth. And this is going to be Sunday, um, May the 26th at 6.30pm and it's Cinema Nova and uh, if you haven't heard of this, it's basically five Australians attempt to cycle the 2,600 kilometres from Oklahoma to California in honour of the westward migration undertaken by the uh, Grapes of Wrath's Jode family. Through chance encounters with everyday Americans, the cyclists expand upon the novel's core themes of migration, inequality and the perceived land of opportunity. The group explores whether America has progressed since the book was uh, written, discussing the wealth gap, immigration and the American dream. The fascinating people they meet along the way reveal the enduring spirit of the, uh, I should say, the enduring strength of the human spirit, despite the inequality and disenfranchisement, which runs deep as today as it did in Steinbeck's seminal novel, The Bikes of Wrath, is a unique funny and insightful documentary filled with adventure, literature, music and human connection. So uh, book online or call Cinema Nova if you want to get along and see that on Sunday the 26th. A fascinating article, a little bit of news, I saw in Cycling Tips. And you think, Cycling Tips? Oh, that's all roadie stuff. Oh, don't really go there. Um, Actually, you should. Um, really, really, really good article by Ian Trelaw about uh, waving at strangers, the bike that changed how I see cycling. And it's they, um, like a lot of families, they're kind of looking at the transport options and his family decided to invest in a cargo bike, an e-bike cargo bike, how it's changed their lives and um, the absolute joy that it brings to them and their family. And... Uh, Okay, I can you know you can argue. Oh look, um, cargo bikes cost a lot of money. How do I fit into this? This is not a you know, you know a transport option I can readily look at. Well, for the fraction of what people kind of put on cars or invest in cars and maintain vehicles, um, something like uh, you know a knee bike, especially for you know when you've got young kids, is a really interesting option and probably financially a lot more feasible one. Okay, that's all I've got time for today. Thank you so much for bearing with my vagueness today. Like a lot of other people, I'm just kind of like, okay, I've got to process this and move on. As um, I was just in the last little bit that I read um, about Egan Trelaw's article, Waving at Strangers. Be nice to each other. Go out and see your mates. One thing I find as an oldie, because I am old, is um, how I get around these sort of, you know, when you get distasteful news is not detachment. But my whole motivation for the way I do things is I seek influence, not power.
and uh, you can interpret that way you you want, but it's a way that I find a way. I told you that it's how I kind of find a pathway through doing the stuff that I do. And I've been doing it for a very long time. I'm not saying one size fits all, but it's what works for me. And it's just food for thought, many things that we've got to think about moving forward as a country and a lot of pressing issues. Anyway, instead of um, feeling a bit rejected and neglected and um, downcast, I'm going to go out with something a little bit raucous today. Enjoy. This is Ray Guns by Peep Temple, and I'll be back on um, 3CR in about a fortnight. And don't forget that 3CR Radiothon is coming up, Power Radical Radio, from the 3rd to the 16th of June. And uh, fundraising takes time, credit, and effort. So if you're out there and you want to subscribe and donate and keep us and 3CR online, get to it. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.